0: Hello and welcome to Bellhaven Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Weber. On today's episode, you'll be listening to PSY 353 Community Psychology with Professor Mark Harner. I hope you listen and enjoy. Now we're in Unit 7, and this is our final video. And we've talked up to this point about what has happened in community psychology. Now we're going to talk about the future of community psychology. Now, some of these names that you'll see in your textbook are really referring to different authors or different community psychologists who at this time really don't um, mean much to you, but what we're trying to, it's not so important to understand the names, but what are the type of work that um, community psychologists look to be involved in in the future? Um, Like most different uh, disciplines in psychology, and sciences, they have their own type of uh, journal, the American Journal of Community Psychology. If you have an interest in this field, uh, you would need to find a, um, a university that has a program in univer- in community psychology. Not every university does uh, uh, with graduate school and such. So if you do have an interest, um, you would need to do some research and find out uh, where... Uh, could you get a degree in community psychology? Um, there's, community psychology is not just an American thing, even though it tend to have its roots in uh, the United States, but it's also involved in internationally. And there's programs in Europe and Australia, Asia, Latin America, and Africa. So uh, if you have an interest in working in community psychology outside the United States, This could be of interest to you to pursue uh, reading journal uh, articles from the International Community Psychology Journal. Um, These, as I mentioned, the names may not mean much to you, but the concept we're just going to focus on in this video is when you get involved in community psychology, you, you have a sense that this is important and what you're doing is important and you want to um you want to see change and so when you anytime you see change you have to be patient. You have to be as Rapaport says, don't be too sure of yourself. Don't be too doctrinaire, meaning that you probably don't have all the answers. And that's why in community psychology we work with the community and we understand that even though members of that community may not have that doctorate degree or that master's degree there or undergraduate degree that you have, um, they have a lot of experience and uh, and knowledge about how that community works. So um, I, um, I know I've made that mistake in my role in the past when I've done this type of work where I thought I understood what would be best for the community. And I quickly learned that I was wrong, and got to reassess and go back and try it again. And it was much more successful. Um, the uh, before you can just go in with a program you need to have relationships with the community that you want to work with you uh, need to find out who are the, the leaders within that community who are the ones that have influence and you need to have a passion and for this type of work and a sense of adventure because you're not always going to know where it's going to lead And other types of psychology, counseling, you're working with an individual, you're having, um, you know, you're making an impact with them. If you're doing social psychology, you're studying a group, um, but you're not really seeing, uh, you're not being involved in the change. Community psychologists are working for change. And, um, but again, it starts from having relationships with Members of the community, not just to kind of come in and, and tell them this is all I know and this is how you should do it. Learn about them before you do that. Um, the um, so when you're you're dealing with community psychology, you um, you want to go from a vision of. I, you've got an idea as a community psychologist, you've studied hard, you've worked hard to get your degree, or, and you wanted to make an impact on this community. But um, you, um, um, you need to make sure that you're a part of the, the we, that you're a part of, of them, um, that you feel like you're doing this together, not just I versus they. You want to have a relationship with the individuals that you uh, uh, are dealing with to find out um, what are some of the disparities that are occurring within this community. Um, so one of the, the things that um, you often deal with is, um, is trying to deal with, are you helping people overcome a deficit? Or are you wanting them to take what they already have and improve on that. And that's a pro-social norm. And um, I'll give you just a short example. When I was a pastor, I worked with a community that uh, was a Hispanic, mainly Hispanic community, but, uh, um, and a large church in town wanted to deal with the drug issues there. And so they came in, they set up a drug treatment um, program for the individuals and unfortunately it didn't take off. People were resistant, hesitant to it, you know, someone came from the outside and did that. And so they didn't really have much success. And what um, my church did is we saw that there was a need for a place for the kids in that group to play. So we built a park and we had the individuals in that community feel like they were a part of it. and they took ownership of it and care of that as well. And we had a lot more success interacting with the individuals in that community because we saw it from uh, pro-social, you know, kids like to play, let's give them a good place to play versus you have a problem, we're gonna try to help you solve that. Now you could often deal with those issues later on, but people need to feel that uh, you're connecting with them and having an impact. And you really do care about them as individuals. You just don't see them as problems to be solved. Um, You need to understand the the culture that you're working with. And don't assume that you do just because you've read some articles about it. But interact with the culture and get to know the people that you're wanting to serve and work with. be willing to accept help from other disciplines, an interdisciplinary approach. Um, you're not expected to be an expert in everything. So, uh, if ha- is a financial issue, talk to economists or people in those fields, um, you know, historians or others who may have uh, good insight to how to, to help you with the issues uh, that you're working with um, that, you know, one of the things about community psychology, it works with real world problems, it works with real people with their problems, and so it. Um, so, if you have an interest in just dealing, tackling those types of things, community psychology could be a great, interesting field for you. Um, you probably will have some interaction with the political system. Uh, and it doesn't mean that you have to run for office, but you at least will have some connection with that, and. Sometimes you have to try something to see if it will work, and uh, be willing to understand that things may not always work the best the first time. But uh, learn from those mistakes and be able to um, to go forward. Um, we've talked about issues about uh, uh, social justice, so I won't repeat that much now. But um, but when you When you see a problem be able to also see an opportunity and um, a lot of people do this in business but when we see um, a a problem within a community what do you what can this be an opportunity to do and so um, and so to think outside the box be able to um, look at what others have done and uh, to to see how can you really show God's love and compassion to this community in need. Um, So there's a a need for theory to understand what is sort of the foundation that you're working off of. Um, You know, don't be just so academic that you forget your heart and compassion. So this is a field of psychology where you do get to use your academic bent and, and skills but also to use your heart in service toward others um, appreciate differences um, our communities are becoming more uh, diverse uh, and uh, so you're going to more likely work with a wide variety of people and respect uh, the differences uh, find out what some of are the advantage they bring to this uh, to this area and into uh, the issues that you're dealing with the, um, uh, sometimes we use community psychology in aware of environmental advocacy. And um, so you're wanting to find out, uh, be a supporter for those different environments that we looked at in Unit 1 with the microsystem and mesosystem, exosystem, macrosystem, and, and how can you s- help those existing systems to become more effective as well. And, um, you know, we've also discussed the idea of uh, end-of-life issues, and so that's an area of, of real need in community psychology, and that may be an interest for you about uh, understanding um, the issues that are related to elder care and uh, aging society. And these are just some examples here from uh, different events, organizations, or movements that have uh, been used in um, with community psychology and you uh, will have an ac- opportunity to look at this more closely in your book. So I hope this has served as just an introduction to the really fascinating field of community psychology and um, look forward to working with you uh, as you go through your assignments and with your professors in the future.